What a week. We have a lot to talk about, ladies. I have an update for you from last week's episode. And some takeaways, some lessons, some... uh, a little bit of a master class here if you listen in carefully. Let's jump in on today's Dear Single Women's Podcast. Hi everyone, welcome or welcome back to the podcast. This Dear Single Women's Podcast is a podcast for single women who are healing, growing, living, and loving their lives on their terms. Please rate the podcast five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Give me a thumbs up. Please support the channel, support the podcast, share with a friend. Thank you to everyone that's been tuning in. And I ask for your support in keeping our community going. So let's jump in. I titled this episode, Always Be Discerning, because A lot of times you hear, well, how do you know a man wants to marry you? How do you know a man is serious? How do you know these things? And a lot of time you hear, well, if he talks about the future and he envisions you in it, if he is checking your boxes, so to speak, um, if he's trying to show you that he's the person for you, those are some ways that um, you can see he's marriage-minded, he's serious. All true things, but I'm, I have come to see that the proof is really in the doing and not enough in what the person's saying. He really did like say all the right things. All of them. That he was courting for marriage, how many guys go up to come up to you and say, I'm courting for marriage? Most guys won't say that because they know it comes with an expectation. He's explicit about what he wants. He is very clear in observing and looking for those things. And then when, he's, when he determines that he's found it, he actually articulates that and expresses that. And he would make hints towards that. I joked with my friends that um, I got proposed to four times (laughs) before I even met the guy um, because he was throwing it out there that he's ready, he knows what he wants, and he knows that he sees it in me. And he said so much as, you know, I know that I shouldn't be so forward, but I'm just going to say it. I want this. I want this. That was his very words. We know that a masculine man, an alpha male, they're very clear on um, what they want. And most guys know when they found what they want. So that seems like a really good thing. But the proof is really in the doing. It was a lot of um, future casting of like, well, here's what I here's my vision for us. Here's our here's my vision for our family. Here's how I would like to um, create a life for us. But then the the first there were there are also signs along the way that that's actually not that might be what he was saying, but it doesn't match up with reality. So 
I realized like, wow, I'm, I'm falling for words because this man wants to retire early. He wants to travel. He loves traveling. That's my jam. He wants to retire early. Okay. He doesn't center work. Wonderful. Um, he wants a traditional relationship. Okay. Great. Wonderful. He wants to be a leader, a provider, a protector. Absolutely. That's what I'm looking for. But then I realize I'm like, I'm, I'm falling for words. I'm hearing a lot of words. Let's start to see. I'm recording this a few days early. So we, we were, we are supposed to meet tomorrow. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen. I'm like 90% certain I'm not meeting that man tomorrow. Um, and the reason is because the words are not matching up with the action. And that is something that I can give you as a takeaway. We can, we as women can get caught up in the fairy tale, the fantasy, what he's saying he wants to give. And again, checking all the boxes as a traditional Christian woman, he's telling, he's giving me everything that I want. And it's like, okay, but let me see the doing. I need to see it happening in real time. And it's sad, but when you are used to not even getting those kinds of words from a man, it can be very easy to fall for the words. Um, and, and I realized that and I caught myself and I said, but what have you seen? What has he done? I haven't seen anything yet. And yeah, we didn't meet up yet. So I was like, you know, let's just, let's keep this connection going, but let's take it to the next level. So off the phone, how about we video chat? Okay. So we do, it was like a completely different person. I don't know where the charming, funny, um, thoughtful man went, but it wasn't the person I saw in front of me. Um, and to me that, that really bothered me. Like that's a huge, that was a huge concern because I liken it to a guy FaceTiming you and then realizing you only vaguely resemble your pictures. Like it wasn't a physical catfish, but it felt like a um, personality catfish. I'm like, who's this, <laughs> you know? Um, and I kept trying, but it just was like really awkward. And so after a while, I kind of just like pulled back because it felt very uncomfortable. And he had stated by the end of the conversation, like we kind of brought it back a little bit towards the end. So then he had stated at the end of the conversation, like, I think that this is, it went this way just because it was our first time seeing each other, first time communicating in a different environment. So he was like, don't, don't think too much about this. It was just one of those things. And of course I was thinking a lot about it. Cause I'm like, what is going on here? Like that kind of freaked me out. I've done a lot of online dating and I've never experienced anything like that where you're talking to someone and you see them or you FaceTime with them and they are not behaving the way that you have come to know them. I've never experienced that before. 
So yeah, it freaked me out. And I wasn't completely over it, but then we talked the next day and everything was like normal again. And so I'm thinking, well, maybe it is just one of those things. I mean, you who, who can say, just because you have had the experience where everything's gone well, doesn't mean it's always gonna be that way, every guy you meet. So, okay, maybe it is just one of those things. I'm willing to say that. And then um, we talk about meeting up, our first meeting. And he's, you know, saying, I'm telling him how, like, it's been such a tumultuous, emotionally uh, draining week. And he's saying, like, all these things about how, like, yeah, I just want to just spend time with you and really just make you laugh and make you smile and just kind of help you to forget the week. And I'm like, oh, this is perfect. Um, I'm looking forward to it. But again, I'm like, I... I need to see some action because a lot has gone on in our conversations that makes it where we are very invested in this, but I've not seen you act on any of the things that you've said to me. And so when, so spontaneously, I wanted to go out. Um, I was, I told him, I was like, I might be in your neck of the woods and um later on and so he's like oh okay like yeah i would love to like see you do something with you like just kind of spontaneously so i i express i'm tired i would love to but i'm tired and i really don't want to drive in so um do you still want the link oh yes definitely send the link okay so i do and i don't hear back for three hours and I'm like, okay, um, this is my time. I wanted to go out and do something. You know, if I want to go out and I'm telling you I'm tired and I need to come in your neck of the woods, you can either A, come get me, or B, send a car. Send a car for me. So I, I, uh, I get a text about three hours later by then, I'm already, like, getting my stuff on to go do something locally because I'm like, I'm not waiting for this guy. You know, like, just that's a disregard of my time. I'm not waiting for this person. I get a text. Hey, um, what time did you want to meet up? What time did I want to meet up? Um, I've been waiting for hours. Did you even buy the tickets? Like, he's so then I, I didn't reply to that right away because I didn't even know what to say. And then I get another text saying, oh, I'll be there by nine. I hope to see you there. You hope to see me there. So you didn't actually take charge and make the arrangements. You didn't actually, you know, remember, he's telling me I'm a leader. I'm a guy that wants to provide. I don't want you to have to work. You don't have to work. When we build our forever home, I want to create a... I want to make sure we have a second room in there so that that can be your office so that you can work on the things that you are working on, creating content for people to help others. I don't want you to worry about anything. So that that guy, that person who said stuff like that, that's the same guy who once I say, you know, I don't want to drive. So do you want to send me a car? That's the person that stopped replying. Smaller to greater. The person who says you will never have to work 
I will do everything. It's the same person that can't send a $30 Uber. It don't match up at all. And that's why I set that up like that because you talk a lot. You say a lot. Where is the action? Where is the doing? I'm not going to wait and, you know, here's the part with the, here's the tips coming in. I'm not going to wait until post-nuptials to see the generosity. I know it was a spontaneous event. We were supposed to meet on uh, Sunday, but a man that wants to prove to you he's your husband, he's going to take every opportunity to show you that. He knows you're looking for a leader, a provider, a generous man. And so he would take that as an opportunity to show you. Okay, she sent me the link. She said she didn't feel like driving, but she does want to come out here and see me. So I'm going to make the plans, buy the tickets, get her here, and make sure she gets has a blast, and then make sure she gets home safely. That's a man that I can entrust myself to. That's a man I can stop working for and just tend to my house. That's a person that I can um, really move into a level of ease and soft life that you often don't find with other people. A guy who can do that kind of thing shows me he's trustworthy. I can depend on him and he will do what he needs to do for me. It was all good when it was saying. And the moment I wanted to see action, here we go. So, takeaways. Um, this was, for me, honestly, a good first introduction back into dating. I have no regrets about it. One, he raised my standards. You know, I, I've never been a person that's big on, like, gifts and overt um, displays of, like, romance and affection like I don't I, 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 I'm I want for sure I would love flowers but like these huge going all out type of things was never a really big deal to me but I'm realizing that with men um it needs to be a bigger deal because it's Jesus said where your treasure is there your heart will be also but it's a it's like an, on another level for men they are tied they are tied to their money. I'm trying to think in a way it would be for women. Maybe that how we're tied to our time or our affection, right? Um, men, men's hearts are tied to their money. And so if they're just talking about being generous, but they don't show it, huge red flag. If they don't even talk about being generous, huge red flag. Their hearts are tied to their money, which means the value that they place on you is not enough that they can part with $30. Huge red flag. Another thing, uh, the reason why I say he raised my standards is because probably in the past, it would have been enough that he had bought the ticket but not that he figured out how to get me there if I was tired and didn't feel like getting there. 
But I'm realizing, you know, just from everything we've talked about, he and I, I'm realizing like, wow, it is a lot to put your trust in a man to completely take care of you, to completely depend on him. You don't have an income coming in. You're completely going to trust this man and his leadership with your life. Then, um, you know, you have to really display that. In other words, don't go, don't do half, don't do half with it. It's not enough to buy, and ladies, it is not enough for him to buy you a ticket. If you can't get yourself there, those are arrangements he should be taking charge of, right? Because you're going to need him to take charge of everything when you are married and completely dependent on him, if that's how you choose to structure your marriage. But as a feminine woman, I don't desire to work. I don't desire to have a man depend on my money. So... That is how I would structure my marriage. But there is no such thing as, in, in a marriage like that, there's no such thing as, I'll, I'll pay for the phone bill, but I won't pay for the rent. I'll, I'll cover the food costs, but I'm not going to take care of the vet bills. You know, it, there is no half. There's no, there's, there's no splitting it. If you want that kind of relationship, you're going to do everything, meaning... It's not enough to buy me a ticket to the jazz show. If I can't, if I don't have a way to get there, you need to get me there. So he raised my standards. Because before, it would have been enough that I bought, he, he bought the ticket to the show. Oh, look, he's providing, he bought tickets to the show. And then I'm, but, I, but now he's raised my standards because I'm looking at it like, you bought my ticket to the show, the ticket was $18. It, call, it would cost me more just in gas and tolls to get there. Not to mention the fact that I have to drive in the energy. I have to look good. I got to be perky and happy and ex everything under the sun. Yeah. So that ain't worth the $18. So I that's, he's raised my standards completely. So that's one way it was a good first intro back into dating. Another way, he showed me how um, alpha males, and I'll put that in quotes because that's what he said he is, how alpha males operate. Men are very, um, they actually are sensitive, egocentric. A lot of men, good men, willing to accept things, willing to you know listen and move with you in the way you want, but they're all about tone, how you say it, how you talk to them. Um, so I've learned that definitely, um, that's good for me. That's another, you know, good thing for me to know, take away from this. Uh, another thing is to trust my instincts, you know, not ignoring the red flags. It's been a week, maybe a little more. And we've already had three quote unquote disagreements. Um, kind of a red flag, you know, and but I understand we were feeling each other out for marriage. We're not just, we weren't not, we were not just speaking to date. We were speaking both for marriage. And so we were determining compatibility. And so, yeah, some of those things did lead to disagreements or discussions. But, you know, I usually have more 
chemistry and uh, it usually flows easier for me with guys, especially in the beginning. So the fact that it was already like up and down, up and down, up and down in one week, that's what made me feel emotionally drained. Not something to ignore, not ignoring, trusting my instincts. The, the fact that he was another person on video than from over the phone is, is definitely something to pay attention to. Or that he says all these great things about how he wants to be a leader and a provider, but can't send you a $30 Uber ride. No, it doesn't start once I take your last name. You're supposed to be showing me that to get me to that point to give you that that kind of uh, power. Power. You take my, well, my last name is gone and I took yours. That's power. And you got to prove that. You got to prove that you're deserving of that and everything else that comes with it. Another thing would be having a marriage mindset. It was good to get back into the dating pool with a guy who did at least verbally articulate a marriage mindset because now, again, that's kind of, that's raised my standards. That's something I'm going to be looking for. That you're that If you're talking about you just want to get to know me and you want to see where this goes, no thank you. Even if you're saying you're a Christian and you want to get married, but I don't hear you talking like that, no thank you. I just learned, got to add on the doing piece and um, tangibly, you know, tangibly. I want to see you be a leader tangibly. And there are little ways that I didn't see that with him, like bringing a problem to him and him saying he wants to hear more about it, but him not jumping into what can I do to solve this for you? Those are some of the tangible ways that we should be expecting and looking for when, when we're entertaining a guy and the last thing I'll say is just not giving away your time so much. This is, it's my rule that I don't talk long to men when I'm just getting to know them. Um, when we haven't met yet, I'm not going to build up so much time with you over the phone. But because like the connection felt very instant and everything was happening very fast, that went out the window. I had already felt connected to him. He had already felt connected to me. And so my kind of in your head, it's like, all right, this guy wants me to be his wife. If this guy is my husband, then what's talking on the phone for an hour and a half a day? What's calling each other multiple times a day? What's texting him first and calling him first? If that person is meant to be your husband, then what's really the problem with doing that? But I see, it, it took me out, it took me out of him having to earn me and prove himself to me to more of getting comfortable that we'll get there. It was like I almost forgot that he was supposed to be proving himself to me because I'm thinking, well, this is my husband. So like, no, you had to prove yourself to me. And the first sign of me asking you to do that, you you shut down, you stop talking, which means you were all talk. So I would suggest, even if you're feeling a real connection with a guy, don't don't give your time away because one, it's your time and it's valuable and he should be so glad to be able to hear your voice. 
like literally this guy was like just your voice is so soothing and just hearing your voice and being able to talk with you is such a blessing it's the highlight of my day oh okay beautiful then come up off some money if you value me like that where just talking to me is the highlight of your day and your my voice is so soothing and calming and you love that you get to experience those moments with me okay but guess what who has to actually expend the energy to do that me what is that worth to you men will invest in what they care about and so if you really care that much about me and even the value I bring to you over the phone, then you'll send me a $30 Uber so that I can come meet you. Because if I'm bringing that kind of value to you over the phone, imagine in person. So therein lies the disconnect for me and therein lies something I want you to pick up on, ladies. If you're providing that much value to a man, he will show you that. And not just at the end will you get the engagement ring. He'll show you that throughout. Not just by saying it, but in action. And so this was, oh, and when I say in action, definitely start placing more importance on spending, on gifts, on demonstration of those leadership skills that he says he possesses. Start putting things in his corner Step, tap into that feminine damsel in distress energy that I know we've often had to bury because we do life on our own and it requires strength and grit. But start tapping into that feminine damsel in distress energy because he needs to show you that he can actually be that person for you. So... I'm on to the next, not giving up. I'm still expectant. This was just a primer to get me ready to, to really hone in and shape my taste buds, you know, in terms of dating. It, it really helped me to develop my uh, palette and what I look for in a person now. And so, uh, and what I expect, he, this, is, this experience has helped to raise my standards. And so I know that I'm gonna really attract the right person who doesn't just talk about it, but is about it. This was a long podcast. I thank you guys for listening in. And more lessons, more things to come, more healing, more growing, more loving, more living. I will see you on the next podcast, ladies. Thanks so much for listening in.